Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This is your operating system talking, not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts, exhale for six. Keep repeating. <sighs> Much better. Longer term, there's BetterHelp Online Therapy. They'll match us with a licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit BetterHelp.com positive and save 10% on our first month. This is the Fly the W670 podcast. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show. 530 to 10 on 670 The Score. Of course, your radio home for Cubs baseball. This is season one, episode 55, hashtag where is Jed Crawley? Good afternoon. Hashtag Where is Jed? Uh, that's a good question. Now, don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to our podcast and to follow our socials. Fly the W six seventy on Twitter and Instagram. Fly the W on Facebook, or email us at fly the W six seventy at gmail dot com. I thought I saw Jed Hoyer's face on the side of a milk carton. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, some angry some angry angry cub fans right now crowley some angry cub fans dustin my hand is hovering for the podcast listeners my hand is hovering over the panic button because i'm about there i am i'm i'm we there's two guys still out there that can make this thing still a successful off season but but you're the time is ticking and, and i'm starting to get worried yeah jed hoyer is missing the hot stove is steaming jed's on the side of a milk carton you had Kodai Senga sign with the Mets, the guy I wanted so bad to be a Cub. He's gone on Saturday night. Sean before, Benet- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Before we, before we move, let, let's 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 talk about Senga for a minute, okay? Let, let's yeah. talk about Senga for a second. Could it be that Senga didn't want the Cubs? Could it be that Senga wanted a big market? Okay, that that box is checked for the Cubs, big market. But he wanted a team that was built to win right now. The Cubs won 70-ish games last year. The Mets won over 100 games last year. 
Right. right. So is, it could it be? I mean, could it be that simple? You know, maybe maybe the Cubs didn't like the idea of giving him an opt out after three years, and the Mets were like, "Fine, win us a World Series and get out next year. We don't care." Right. So I mean, I, I just think these are some things that we may not know. We're not privy to that yet. That's all there's, I'm saying. Yeah. There's no doubt that that that, that, that there's opt outs, no trade clauses. Uh, all sorts of different things that can be there. All I know is I see teams getting players all over the place, and the Cubs haven't done a damn thing since the start of the winter meetings. Well, that's a little bit more than a damn thing. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I am not satisfied. I, I want I want more. Father, I want more. Um, but, you know, maybe Senga didn't want to be here. Okay, so you could have gotten Sean Maniah, but he signed with the Giants. You could have had right. Chris Bass- Bassett. He signed with the Mets. Sean Murphy, a catcher. Well, Bassett went to the Bassett went from the, the Mets, right? He went yeah, to the from Jays the Mets to the Blue Jays, uh-huh. and then Sean Murphy, uh, catcher for the A's, that would have looked nice and cubby blue, has been a three-team trade with the. For, uh, he goes to the Braves, and Milwaukee gets William Contreras, brother <laughs> of Wilson Contreras. So now we got to face both Contreras brothers all the time. Yeah, Contreras squared. They'll call the division Contreras squared. Yep. It's it's listen. It's not perfect. It's far. It's far from perfect. I would have hoped though that when uh, Cubs president of business ops was on the Mully and Haw show on Friday, that that gave some Cub fans some hope. Crowley, did you not find hope in it, or did it make you more upset? No, it made me more upset. I was, okay. I, was I was more panicky, and I am wondering how much everybody is truly on the same page. Obviously, there's three people that you talk about here. Tom Ricketts is the man who writes the checks, right? You have Crane Kesney, who's the uh, president of business ops. So all the money that gets made goes through Kane, Crane. And then you have president of baseball ops, who is Jed Hoyer. He's technically not even the GM. But, but the, the point of it being is, is I'm here, at least I'm seeing mixed messages compared to what I heard the other day. So first off, I thought that David Haw did an excellent job interviewing Crane, asking some questions of Crane. You know, it kind of started out more about Pat Hughes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, it, 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 being the home of the Cubs, 670, that, you know, you understand there's going to be those questions. But I thought that David Haw asked excellent questions and, you know, kind of, it was a great interview. Um, but but from the very first clip that we're going to play you, for those of you that missed it, and you can check out the entirety of the interview on the Odyssey app, 670, Mully and Haw Show. Um, this first one really talks about the goal. Have the Cubs did uh, the organization feel that the goal of the winter meetings was reached from their perspective? And so, this is what uh, President of Business Ops Crane Kenny had to say. They, they, they don't. They're not real big on mandates uh, to do things. They leave that in in our hands. Mine on the business side, and Jed's on the baseball side. Uh, there was a lot of flexibility in the budget. Um, just based on how things fell. Um, the business is still healthy. Uh, and uh, that let, left Jed with a lot of money to spend this year. Uh, like last year, where he didn't spend all the money he had last year, just didn't see uh, transactions that made sense to him. Uh, and uh, I hope I hope there are transactions that make sense to us this year uh, to spend all the money he has. Uh, he got gotten off to a good start. Um, and, uh, you know, the goal is always the same. It's to win another championship. So, so let's kind of just talk about that really here, okay? So you got the president of business ops, right, saying that there is a lot of flexibility in the budget, right? Business is still healthy, and Jed has a lot of money to spend this year. 
off to a good start. We agreed on that, right? Cody Ballinger and mm-hmm. Jameson Tyone, we were mm-hmm. happy with that. But he says, if a player can help us get closer to a championship, right? That's what you're looking for. Jet will be aggressive. Well, these are the guys that, that were on the market. Aaron Judge, Trey Turner, Sander Bogarts, Carlos Rodon is still on the market. Jose, still on the market. Jose Abreu. So none of those guys get you closer to a championship? Yeah. I mean, I, here you know, there's another one. I, I just mentioned Sanga, right? We don't know. Maybe he did or didn't want to be here. That's on him. But Abreu didn't sound like he wanted to be here anymore. Sounded like he wanted to go to Houston. Sounded like he wanted to play in a dome. Sounded like he wanted to have better weather. He didn't want to deal with playing in the in the Central Division of the American League or National League anymore. So he went down south, and he, you know, no more excuses about a slow start. I think though that is something we have to keep in mind that everybody's money is green. It all spends the same, and you know, not that's actually not true. You know, you go to a place like Houston. And you got a whole different set of tax situations, right? So right. It, it's better off. Listen, I want Jed to do something, and I think I think this trade, I think this trade today that got um, the the uh, Brewers a little bit healthier. I think that's going to add a little bit of extra pressure. If anything, I mean, if I'm Jed, I might text Crane and say, "Hey, what are you doing? Like you're you're putting you're putting a target on my back for the fans." Right. So when you sit there and 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 uh, Crane finishes with the quote. No reason to think we won't be a playoff team this year. Last year, like you said, 74 wins was the exact total. Cubs were 74 wins and 88 losses. The Cardinals were first in the division with a record of 98 and 69. Okay. We'll talk a little bit more about what's left on the board still, but you're telling me you're going to somehow get, let's say, what do you think it's going to take? Because you got an extra wild card spot now, right, that you could potentially have. But do you think, let, let's say it's going to take an extra 15 games. Let's put the Cubs at 89 wins. Okay, I think that could probably get you into the postseason. Do you, based on their moves right now, see see 89 wins in the, on this team as constructed? Mm, no. Maybe, maybe 80. Maybe. If everything goes right. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, and so, you know, the next question that David Haw had to ask was whether the Cubs accomplished everything they intended to in the winter meetings. And this is what uh, Crane had to say. Look at it over time. Uh, you know, for me, this is one of the 22nd winter meetings that, that, that I've been a part of. You know, it used to be you saw a lot of activity in the, at the GM meetings and the winter meetings. And you kind of went into the holidays with a lot of transactions behind you and your roster, not set, but, but significantly uh, changed. And that's all changed. You know, it's funny the you know, it used, it used to be that, you know, the winter meetings were full of uh, meetings, you know, where uh, and the GM meetings where the GMs were all huddled together. And now the GMs are calling each other from the same location, <laughs> which, you know, this the advent of the Internet and, and sort of technology has allowed the winter meetings to start kind of, you know, 10 days after the World Series and end, you know, sometime in January. So, yeah, you know, the vast majority of free agents are still out there. Uh, the big names are, have come off the board, but there's a, a ton of talent still to be added, and then the trade market really opens up uh, in earnest after the, the the big free agents are gone. So I think you now we have I don't know we may be in the third inning of our off season in terms of how the roster will look uh, you know come February. Now that's the one, Crawley. That's the comment that I'm hanging my hat on, though. That we are only in the third inning. So now he said that. Crane said that. So. Obviously, Crane is in these planning. I mean, I'm not saying Crane's telling him who to get, 
But I, I, I have an idea that Crane has seen their whiteboard, if you will. He, he, knows, he knows the targets. He, knows, he obviously knows the money. So he knows the targets, and, and, these, and there's targets that are still obtainable. Otherwise, he would not have said that. Or if, if he, he shouldn't have said that, and then shame on him. Well, you know, that, that comment of we're in the third inning. Yes, he's right. It's still early. We're in the third inning as far as offseason goes. But you're down 10 to 1 in the third inning. So uh, <laughs> right, right now, you better start making some moves because you only got six innings to kind of get some runs back here. And so, you know, he's, he was honest. He said a lot of the big uh, names are out off the board, but there's tons of talent to be added. And that's what bothered me because I'm asking here, if we're in the third inning and there's tons of talent, what talent is left in the areas that the Cubs need to address? So we don't have to talk about right fielders or left fielders because that is addressed right now, okay? The outfield set. They, they, you know, outfield, outfield closed. They, they've got an outfield. So if we take a look here, your catcher options, Christian Vasquez, that has to get done. You also have Tucker Barnhart, Austin Hedges, Gary Sanchez, and Mike Zunino. Christian Vasquez is a must-get. There's two guys that I'm going to tell you that if, if, if Jed and Crane want to want to be happy about the way this offseason goes, number one is the, you have to get Christian Vasquez a catcher. Okay, that's That's one of the guys. This is your operating system talking, not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts, exhale for six. Keep repeating. <sighs> Much better. Longer term, there's BetterHelp Online Therapy. They'll match us with a licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit BetterHelp.com positive and save 10% on our first month. First base, Jesus Aguilar, Brandon Belt, Trey Mancini. Anything for you? I mean, I, I could live with Trey Mancini. You know, again, what's Trey Mancini going to cost? I mean, that would be smart. That would be smart spending. I think I think Mancini would do well here. I think fans would like. I think fans would really like him. Um, I, I think that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to jump up and down about it, but I think it's good cover. It's definitely good cover at first base and DH. Okay. Shortstop, obviously, Carlos Correa still on the board. Didi Gregarious, uh, Jose Iglesias, and Dansby Swanson. Well, obviously, Correa, you, anyone that listens to this podcast, and pretty much most people would say that Correa is the other guy they have to get. It has to be Correa, and it has to be Christian Vasquez, and I will personally lead the Jet is Awesome Parade and put him <laughs> on my shoulders, and everything will be all good. Obviously, no more hashtag, where is Jed? No more hashtag, where is Jed, because the answer will be there. But Dansby Swanson got married over the weekend. His wife actually is a soccer player who plays for the Chicago Red Stars. Chicago Red Stars, right. Yeah. So don't know if that means anything. But I, I, I want to kind of circle around back to that. But let's say you don't get a shortstop. And now you got to look at second base. Okay, Because you could always keep, like again, Nico we talked about. He can play short. He did a great job this last off season, this last season. But then you're going to need a second baseman. Almedes Diaz, Josh Harrison, Cesar Hernandez, Rufnil Odor, and Jonathan Villar. Anything for you? No, I, I think I'd, I'd rather go to battle with Nick Madrigal, to be honest with him. <laughs> Third base, Brandon Drury, Mikhail Franco, Evan Longoria, who I think is 87, uh, Justin Turner. Any of those guys? Uh, you know, what, what's Justin Turner cost? Does right. he want, you know, he's, he's been in some big-time baseball games. What, what, what is he? He might be a nice D 
DH option as well. It, it, let's put it, is, is Justin Turner better than what is penciled in at third base right now? That's the question you got to ask. And, and for how many years does he want it? Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you got a lot of these guys, when you talk about Evan Longoria, when you talk about Justin Turner, DH, uh, JD Martinez, guys like that, they're older, they're longer in the tooth, man. You know, I don't, I don't know what they want and, and I don't know how much it'd be worth it, but Matt Carpenter and Nelson Cruz for potential DHs, the rotation. Now we're really thinning out. I don't see anyone else that really kind of jumps out at me that I'm like, Oh, they need to get this. I think, Honestly, Drew Smiley's probably your best bet. Uh, you got Nathan Avaldi, Corey Kluber, Ross Stripling, Noah Syndergaard, and Michael Waka. Yeah, I mean, a lot, lot of, lot of, lot of gray hair in that group. And, and a lot of guys that have, have their best years are way behind them. Yeah, uh, injuries, mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff. I don't know, man. So you know, we can go through the list and be like, "Well, this guy's okay. This guy's okay." We're going to talk about Wilson in the third segment of the show, but. You have to replace that bat, and you didn't have enough hitting last year. You can, which, what you had last year with Wilson Contreras in your lineup was 77 wins. Okay, That's not going to cut it. So not only do you have to replace his offense, you, you need to add more to that total, and none of those guys are really going to move the needle. You know, yeah, you, you can get Trey Mancini, and that'll take you maybe from 77 wins to 79. That's not going to do it, man. That, that's just not. Any anything with the checkbook supposedly being open, the funds being available? Do you think there is though a limit? Because something else that's really interesting is like these Mets luxury tax penalties. Holy cow! It says that they're going to exceed the payrolls of up to ten to twelve teams. Well, David Haw did bring up revenue streams. Now I just spent the weekend in, in Wrigley, um, and and I can just tell you that the the Winterland is absolutely. Pat, they are making hand over fist dollars here. And so, you know, David Hall was talking about Korea. And again, you know, why would any other teams be able to outbid the Cubs? And so as we kind of look at this here, you know, this is what David had to say or what Crane had to say. We all uh, live and breathe the same uh, atmosphere that, that our fans are in. And, you know, we're, listen, we're we're all dying to see a great team play in front of our fans and and for our fans. And uh, you know, it you know, you can say what you like about well, this is going to be a tough season or a reset. Um, and it's easy to say in February, but when you're grinding your way through six months of it in the summer, it's no fun. Um, and uh, we we are looking to have a lot more fun this coming year. Uh, I love the hot stove league. I love the, I love what you guys do on the radio. I love the fact that we're talking about baseballs and snowfalls. Um, and I love the fact our fans are, are, you know, anxious about getting back to playoff baseball. Cause you and I know, I mean, when I first started here in 03, you know, making the playoffs that year after beating the pirates in a double header felt like an act of God. I mean, it was, you know, it was always a decade between, so, I mean, what he's going to end up talking about is, you know, it used to take 10 years between playoff starts, yada, da, yada, da. And he keeps bringing up that the business side is in good shape. Right. And he, and he loves the idea. He loves the idea, Crawley, that the fans are pushing. The, the demand is growing. The expectations are higher than ever. And he seems to really love that. And, and, and well, in that case, he should start telling – I don't know what's going on here. And this is – you kind of brought it up a little bit, alluded to it. I do not know what, how, what conversations happen between Jed and Crane. I, you know, they get the budget. 
um, and they work with that. But at this point right now, the question you have to ask yourself when it comes to Jed Hoyer is number one, we talked about this last episode, is he scared of the ghost of uh, Jason Hayward's contract? Number two, okay, you just talked about the spending that's going on, okay? And this has been a tremendous offseason. Spending, and this was when I wrote this on Sunday, when I put this in the script, so far $1.6 billion has been spent. The Yankees have three $300 million contracts. The Phillies have two. The Padres have two, almost three. I think Bogarts went for 275, okay? The Mets have one. That is absolutely insane. And so when you're looking at the contracts and what the clubs are spending, the Phillies, 387 on their payroll. The Yankees, 371. The Mets, 284. Padres, 275. Boston has spent 100, has 117. I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous. And, and Buster Olney is the one that said that the Mets luxury tax, just the, just the luxury tax for 2023 is going to exceed the payrolls of 10 to 12 teams. Dustin, you, you, you know, here, here's the thing that you have to take a look at here, man, is that it's laughable, but it's not funny. The, this is this is we are the, the Wrigley experience. What fans pay at the Wrigley ballpark tickets, pop, you know, beer, hot dog, all that stuff. Parking. One of the one of the big one of the one of the highest, if not the highest. Number one. And all I can tell you right here is that it's that I, I not everybody can pay it. I don't mind paying it as long as I see results. And I'm and I know that fans are very nervous. And again, you know, you talked about a target on his back by saying what he said with Crane saying, there's plenty of money. We have plenty. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like it to me. It seems like this. Remember this in the off season of 2018, going into 2019, there was two monster free agents. Okay. It was Manny Machado and Bryce Harper and Cub fans were debating every which way we could move hobby to second you know, put Machado at short. Oh, no, we, we need to get Bryce Harper, and you could put Jay Hay in center, and Harper will play in right. We had it all figured out. It was going to be one of those two guys that the Cubs were going to get. Something happened in that off scene. The, the, the cash flow, the spigot, was turned off. Do you remember who the Cubs signed in that offseason? No. Tell Dan, me. Daniel Descalso and Brad Brock. Ugh. Those were the two names. And, I couldn't and, have come, I couldn't have come up with those names if you had a gun to my head. And so now with Jed Hoyer, does he have to think that at some point in time that money spigot turns off again? That if he sits there and says, Yes, I'm gonna give Carlos Correa thirty million average annual per year, you know, whether it's five years, whether it's ten years, whether it's whatever opt outs, if I give him that money, is Crane or the Ricketts or whoever gives him the budget, are they gonna potentially shut it off? Because I don't think that the Padres, the Mets, the Yankees, the Phillies are worried about the budget. We, now, talk, we talked about Aaron Judge, and Aaron Judge, uh, Hal Steinbrenner said, what's it going to take? 10 years, 300? Here you go. <laughs> okay. Then, then, then if that's if you want to play with the big boys, we're talking Boston, pa- I mean, can't believe I'm saying Padres, big boys, Mets, Yankees, Phillies, that's the price right here. So you got to figure out what exactly it is that you are doing to – if you're going to go for this, if you are going to make this, if you're going to compete, because if not, then I can tell you right now, you can't, they haven't sold out CubsCon. Season tickets holders are not coming back. I've seen the same letter sent to season ticket reps. If the Cubs aren't going to spend top dollar, why should I? 
It's a good point. It's a very, very good point. This is your operating system talking, not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts, exhale for six. Keep repeating. <sighs> Much better. Longer term, there's BetterHelp Online Therapy. They'll match us with a licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit betterhelp.com slash positive and save 10% on our first month. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.